This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. EarnIn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the EarnIn app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 329. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 329. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, mamas. Happy Monday. Happy to be here with you as always. Excited to get this week off to a great start. It's going to be amazing. If you're listening in live time, this is the week of Shameless MomCon. I might be peeing myself a little bit for all sorts of reasons. Generally speaking, I'm very, very excited. So there are 50 of you joining me in Seattle this week. I cannot wait. Oh my goodness. It's going to be amazing. Wow. If you are not able to join us live, make sure you're keeping track of Instagram stories and all those great social media spots on Facebook at the Shameless Mom Academy, on Instagram at the Shameless Mom Academy to see what we're up to. I'll definitely be doing my best to post some live time updates. But yeah, this is going to be one for the books. I'm very, very excited. So before we dive in today to our content, I want to nominate my Shameless Mom of the Week. So Shameless Mom of the Week always comes from a review left in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And this one comes, oh, by the way, I should tell you, if you want to nominate yourself for Shameless Mom of the Week, all you do is go into iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a review. So if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, 
that will put you right into our portal where you can leave a review and just let me know how the show has impacted your life. That's how you nominate yourself. It's that simple. I go in every week. I read the reviews. They're always amazing. You light me up and inspire me and definitely help me see how I can continue to help and serve you in this community. So I always appreciate the feedback. And from there, you might get nominated as Shameless Mom of the Week. So this week's award for Shameless Mom of the Week goes to Mom in Training is her screen name. And she said, I've thought many times about what my review should say, and I don't know that I'll get it all, but here goes. I started listening last summer when I was changing schools after mine closed. My husband was miserable in his job. I had a one-year-old and I was just overwhelmed and unhappy. I had never listened to a podcast before because I don't like quote unquote talk radio. Guess I didn't know what I was missing. Well, I knew I needed life changes and found this baby right here. I listened to the newest episode and then started at the beginning. Oh, my Lanta. I had no idea what a godsend I had just tapped into. Sarah Dean gave me hope, clarity, and most importantly, a positive path forward. I now rely on Sarah to help me through the trials and tribulations of my life. I know that I can search through the episodes and discover what I need. Thank you, Sarah, for being a reliable, down-to-earth, humorous, God-fearing, positive, passionate, compassionate woman. I recommend you to everyone, kids or not. I love this. This is so great. And I was totally laughing when I read this about her saying she doesn't like talk radio because I'm 100% the same. And if anyone grew up, I think it was like in the 70s and 80s. If you grew up with your parents listening to talk radio, so my mom always listened to Paul Harvey. And in Seattle, this was on Como AM 1000. And I remember we'd be driving home from school and Paul Harvey would come on and he would say, and now for the rest of the story. And I immediately would get a migraine. Like this was a thing in our car that I would get so upset whenever my mom listened to Paul Harvey because I insisted that he gave me a headache immediately upon hearing his voice. So when I think of talk radio, that's what I think of. And I totally agree that, oh, I can't stand it. So I'm laughing that mom in training here was like, I'm not listening to podcasts. I don't like talk radio. As it turns out, luckily, I think podcasts are a major upgrade from talk radio. So thank you for giving me a chance. It's an honor to be in your ear and be a part of your life. I really, really appreciate the feedback. And I love that you overcame a little bit of doubt in there to be like, I guess I can check this thing out. Because that's the thing. Like, It's kind of like when there's new technology, when we watch our parents try to embrace new technology. My mom forever was like, well, I don't want to be on Facebook because I don't want my picture all over the internet but I want to see the pictures you and your sister are posting of my grandkids. And I was like, well, mom, you're going to have to overcome this barrier and get on Facebook. You don't have to have your picture all over the internet to do it. But if you want to see the pictures I put on Facebook, like you're going to have to overcome this barrier, right? And now she loves seeing what we post on Facebook and she actually loves connecting with other people on there. And it's been really fun for her. And so I think that there's times when we have these ideas in our head about like, oh, I don't want to embrace this new thing, this newfangled thing that all the kids are talking about. And then we check it out and we're like, oh, this is actually really cool. So I'm honored for anyone who's embraced that with podcasts, because I think for a lot of people, podcasts come onto your radar as something that you hear about for a really long time before you check them out, where you're like, I don't know, like, I know there's people that listen to them, but what is it even? Like, is it a thing? For a long time, I've had many people ask me like, oh, so is your podcast, is it a YouTube channel? 
No, podcasts and YouTube aren't the same thing. Or people all the time. How's your blog going? Yeah, podcasts and blogs, also not the same thing. So I know for a lot of people, podcasts are like this thing that's out there in the ether and people don't quite understand what they are, or how we access them. So congratulations to everyone who's here today. You made it. You made it into podcast land and it is a beautiful, beautiful place. So I'm delighted that we get to be here together. Thank you, Mom and Training, for the review and letting us know how the Shameless Mom Academy has impacted you on your journey. It's an honor to be in this with you. All right. So diving into today, I'm totally laughing about today's topic because we're going to be talking about the gifts of imperfect action. And I'll just let you know that right now, today's episode, total imperfect action. I had like 18 technology glitches trying to get my software up and running today. And I'm not certain that it's even fully functioning right now. So I'm just recording this hoping that it works. (laughs) And this is me taking imperfect action, recognizing that like, I don't have time to not do this right now because I have to be on Facebook Live in, let's see, 17 minutes. So I'm just told myself I'm going to record and hope that it works. And if it doesn't, I'll re-record later, but I'm not going to miss out on this opportunity to knock something off the list, get it done, cross it off. And I'm just going to cross my fingers that it works because here's the thing. If it doesn't, I can figure it out because I am resourceful and I'm resilient. And so I can redo it if I have to, right? So this is me taking imperfect action, even just recording this today. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, the gifts of imperfect action. I think that many people listening to this show identify themselves as I do, as a type A, control freak, perfectionistic kind of gal. And there's nothing wrong with being that person, but we have to kind of sometimes get into like recovery from all that. Like I need to be a recovering type A, perfectionistic, control freak kind of gal because it's really exhausting to live in that world forever. It's not sustainable and really it can ruin your quality of life. I'm actually reading a fantastic book right now called Drop the Ball by Tiffany Dufu, who I really want to get on the show. So I'm hoping to get that in the works in the next couple of weeks here. But the book is really phenomenal and she talks about her own perfectionism in early motherhood and how just baddie she made herself and The chapter I'm reading right now, she's talking about the first time she left her husband or she had her husband take her son on like a three-day trip. They both had to travel and she had to go to town for work and he was going to go visit family to help out with some sort of family situation. So she's like, okay, well, you take the baby. And then she (laughs) provided him with a list of instructions that were like, don't forget to feed the baby like X amount of times a day. And I mean, like, make sure he takes at least one nap a day and all these things that when she looked at the list in hindsight, she's like, this is like offensive now, years later to look at this and be like, this is really the list I gave him. This is offensive. That it's one thing to send like some helpful little hints or whatever, like, you know, remember that he loves this lovey the most or whatever. But this list was like overly comprehensive and detailed to the point that it made her husband look and seem incompetent, which he was not. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the environment, Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat 
chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. So a great example of learning how to get over yourself, like now she laughs about it, getting over your perfectionistic type A control freak kind of tendencies can be really, really helpful in helping you move forward and progress in all areas of your life. And this, I think, is one of the biggest challenges of motherhood is coming to terms with getting comfortable with taking imperfect action. And I would say this should not be limited to motherhood. This is something that I think women need to overcome in general, but I think it becomes especially acute in motherhood because we just don't have time. Like we do not have time to be our former perfectionistic selves, which can be a blessing, right? Because we probably used to get really wrapped up and consumed by unimportant things that we were trying to make perfect and that wasn't really necessary. Okay, so four gifts of imperfect action. When you start taking imperfect action on a regular basis, 
a ton of things happen that are really fantastic. So what you will notice when you start taking a perfect action is there's this momentum that starts to come with it. And opportunities open up and doors open up. And all of a sudden you find yourself and like, wow, like the ball is rolling and I can barely keep up with it, but it's exciting and it's fun. And this is where the direction I wanted to be headed, which is great. So that all is because taking imperfect action allows you to stop staying stuck. And when we stay stuck in our stories and our struggles and our perfectionism, we really don't move forward towards the things that we really want. We don't move towards our dreams. We don't move towards our goals. We don't take action toward the things that we really want. We just stay stuck in the things that keep us sometimes paralyzed in areas of our life. And so I'm going to go through the four gifts of imperfection. And you're going to notice a lot of alliteration here because you know I love some alliteration. So a lot of these, all of them, have some letter P alliteration in them. So you're going to notice a lot of P's. So the first one, number one, the first gift of imperfection is that imperfect action allows you to train yourself to engage in production over procrastination. So when you start taking imperfect action, you go into production mode where you're just getting things done, even if imperfectly, even if you're doing, as Brick Castillo calls it, B minus work, you're doing B minus work, you're getting it done, crossing it off the list, and you are moving forward. And that is the opposite of staying stuck in procrastination. And procrastination is often a byproduct of perfectionism. John Acuff talks about this a lot in his book, Finish. But we often procrastinate on things because of our perfectionistic tendencies, because we want to wait until we have just the right things lined up, just the right opportunities, just the right space in our calendar, just the perfect conditions, all those things. And we push things off and procrastinate and procrastinate, waiting for those perfect moments to happen. And they never happen. Imperfect action allows us to go into production mode. We just get the stuff done instead of putting it off. And even if we only get it done to like 60 to 80% of what we wanted to do, that still creates momentum. That still allows us to actually produce something, whether that production is like completing a big project at work or organizing a closet in your house or, you know, submitting an application to something, whatever that thing is, that production is energy that creates energy in a forward motion. And that is key to moving closer to the things that you actually want to create in your life, right? So that's the first one. The first one is you train yourself to engage in production over procrastination. And this is replicable, meaning that for me, as someone who really tries to not be perfectionistic anymore, or at least not to the same extent I have been in the past, it allows me to have a lot of balls in the air simultaneously, which I'll tell you that's hard for me. Like I'm someone who likes to work on one thing at a time and cross it off and then move to the next thing. But what I've learned that in order to meet my goals, I need to be working on multiple things at a time. And so right now, in fact, I'm working on content for the podcast. I'm working on content for Shameless MomCon. And I'm giving two talks in May on podcasting to high level entrepreneurs. And so I'm working on these three things at one time, these three areas that I'm creating content for. And I can only do that because I'm taking imperfect action because I've practiced that over and over now so that I can say, oh yeah, I can do that. Like I can have three separate compartments in my head for these three separate things because I've been practicing this. And so now I know that I can do it. I can practice imperfect action and be in production mode on three separate projects rather than, because otherwise what would have happened is that I would have had to 
put one thing off until the other one was completed. So I'm not going to do shameless mom con until I'm done with all my podcast content creation, which like that would have never happened. Or I'm not going to accept these speaking gigs until shameless mom con is over. Well, that would have been a bummer because these are really great opportunities, which I don't want to turn down. So instead, I'm co-creating or concurrently creating content in three different areas. And this is something that would have completely freaked my brain out and just freaked out my mindset, honestly, a while back, just because it feels like a lot. But I've trained myself production over procrastination. So like you should see right now, I have so many tabs open on my computer because I just have brain dumps of different areas of content going on as I prepare to deliver content in three different realms. But again, production over procrastination. So I'm just brain dumping lists of things. And what it's allowed me to do is have like a decent amount of the meat of all three of these things done. Like I have all my episodes for April, not recorded yet, but bulleted out actually into May. So all these upcoming episodes are bullet listed out in terms of what the content is going to be, the content for Shameless MomCon. Again, like, I mean, I'm recording this a couple weeks in advance. So by the time you hear this, it will be much more finalized. But a few weeks in advance, it's all bulleted out. I know exactly what I need to create in terms of slides for presentation and things like that. And then same thing with the talks I'm going to be giving about podcasting. It's bulleted out. I have a framework for all of these things. So number two, The second gift of imperfect action is the opportunity to pivot, there's the P, and grow and learn. And so what happens when you take imperfect action is sometimes you stumble and that's okay. Sometimes you get into things and you're like, "Uh, yeah, I didn't want that to go that direction or I really don't like that thing. And so then you grow and learn and shift and pivot from there. And that can be really positive. I'll tell you, if I had continued to wait to create content for this podcast, which I really honestly, like my perfectionism would have loved to have waited like six more months before I started the show because I wanted to have like this big framework built out and have it all perfected. And the guy I was working with to help me launch was like, no, 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 like, let's do this in six weeks. You don't need six months. And I remember feeling really uncertain, like, I don't know quite exactly the order that I want all the episodes to go. And he's like, make a list of 12 things you want to talk about. Like, don't get so stuck in your head. And what I was able to do with that is I created these 12 episodes. And if I go back and now and look, it's kind of funny to me because I do in my mind, they're kind of all over the place. But what that allowed me to do was get a clear sense of, oh, I like talking about this one thing, or this other thing over here is more challenging or difficult, or this other thing over here like totally gets me fired up, or this other thing over here is super boring. And there were things that fell into all those categories for me because I didn't know 100% what direction I wanted a lot of the conversation to go when I started the podcast. And so my comfort zone at that time as a gym owner was like, well, I can talk a lot about health and fitness and wellness goals because that's what I do every day. And also... I've been doing that for 15 years and that is so boring to me. So I had to really recognize like, yes, I can do that, but is that really exciting? And is that the direction I really want to go? And then when I got more into talking around personal development for moms and empowerment for moms and for women and more along those topics, I recognized like, oh, this is what's lighting me up. It's not the most comfortable. It's not the easiest, but this is what I'm super fired up about right now. Even though, yes, like I could talk about five ways to burn fat, but I would also be bored out of my mind. So I could talk about like seven ways to give up sugar and I would want to gouge my eyes out. So that's not to say it's not valuable content. It's just not what I wanted to be talking about 
at the time. It's not what was lighting me up anymore. And it was definitely not zone of genius for me anymore. Zone of excellence, yes. Yes, I could do it. I could do it really well. But would I finish recording and be pumped up? No, I would finish recording and be like, oh my God, I'm so glad that's done. I'm so glad I'm done talking about sugar (laughs) because I'd been talking about sugar for 15 years. So I was ready to talk about something else. So that gift of imperfection in that instance was the opportunity to pivot, grow, and learn. Once you start taking imperfect action, you'll start to see things. You get a lot of valuable insights. And from there, you make adjustments. You make those shifts and those pivots, which is really, really important. We also need to identify that I just said the word pivot like 18 times. And my friend Natalie tells me that whenever she hears me say pivot on the show, she thinks of Ross and the couch scene on Friends. And if you are a fan of Friends, you know exactly what I'm talking about because Natalie and I used to watch Friends together with her brother. We were all roommates over and over again. And so I always laugh when I say that word on this show. So I hope you got a little laugh out of that as well as you're imagining Ross trying to move the couch in the stairwell. So number three, the third gift of imperfection is building clarity around your purpose. So as you're taking imperfect action, you start to more clearly define your sense of purpose. And so sometimes you take imperfect action and you're like, whoa, like that thing was not for me. I don't ever need to do that again. Because it's immediately clear, like this is not in alignment with my goals, my dreams, my ambitions, any of it. Or you start to see like, oh, this is in alignment. I really do love this. Or if I shifted it in this direction a little bit and I pivoted a little bit, now it's more in alignment. So you get a lot of clarity around your purpose. And so I know this is happening right now in Momentum Mamas. We have a number of mamas who are shifting things professionally and personally kind of at the same time, like spending more time at home with the kids, less time working or the other way around. And what happens with that is like, those are going to be messy transitions no matter what. If you're like, okay, I'm going to quit my job, stay home full time. It's just a big adjustment. And same thing in the other direction. If you're like, okay, I'm going to go back to work or work more hours or change my position or any of those kinds of things. But what happens with all of that is as you get through that messy middle of those transitions, you gain a lot of clarity around your purpose. And so you might recognize like, okay, I have this new job or this new role that's more demanding than what I'm used to. And I know that I'm going to have to work more hours, but what's really clear to me is that it's really important to me that I put my kids to bed every night. And even if I have to go back to work after that and like get back on email or whatever, it's really important to me that I'm spending that quality time with them. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of Mysteries About True Histories affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories 
to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. Or the other side of that might be that you decide I'm going to work part-time or I'm not going to work at all. Right now, my purpose is to build more of an identity around motherhood and be in this phase of my life as a mom and have that be more of a primary component of my identity. Neither of those are right or wrong. It's just taking action in a certain direction and gaining clarity around the purpose as you do that. And I would even add to that, one of the things that's come up a few times in Momentum Mamas as moms have gone more into the role of motherhood and backed off of their professional roles for the time being, one of the things that comes up a lot is your shift in identity that happens because then you're like suddenly a little confused around like, okay, so now I'm full-time in this mom role. Does that mean that I don't get to have an aspirational goal or purpose anymore? And maybe not if you don't want that, but also you could still create space for that. So I'm seeing this happen where moms in Momentum Mamas are either being really conscientious around building an identity or a stay-at-home mom or building an identity around a community around motherhood in their gifts and motherhood. So one of our moms is she's hosting messy play dates and she's putting together these awesome Play-Doh packages for moms that are like little play kits. They're super, super fun. And so now she's like, she was working from home before, but I'm not going to work for a boss, but I'm going to create something else on my own. Now that I'm a stay-at-home mom, I am and motivated and inspired to create this own thing. So she's creating her Play-Doh packs. She's hosting her messy play dates. And that's her purpose. So she's taken this imperfect action of walking away from a job that she felt like she was really good at. She was doing this work from home job. And she walked away from that, realizing that it just wasn't serving the purpose that she wanted it to. And now she's focusing on building something new. So that shift, taking imperfect action, walking away from something allowed her to gain clarity around her purpose. Her purpose right now is staying home with her kids and building an identity around creating things for other moms and creating space and purposes for other moms, which is really, really fun. Okay, fourth gift of imperfect action is that when you take imperfect action on a regular basis, you learn to give yourself permission to take action. And this is a big one. This is the fourth P, the final P. You learn to give yourself permission to take action. And giving ourselves permission is a huge part of overcoming perfectionism and a huge part of production over procrastination. 
when we learn to give ourselves permission to take action, it opens up so many new places and spaces for us to learn and grow and evolve. And when we give ourselves that permission, it really helps us build that momentum, start to build that momentum toward getting what we really want. And that permission step is really huge because we often put ourselves in situations where we don't give ourselves permission. And instead we sit around waiting for the perfect opportunity, the perfect moment, the perfect circumstances, instead of just saying, you know what, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do it without permission from my family or my partner. I'm going to do it without permission from the rest of the universe. I'm giving myself permission to go for this. And those who want to support me in this journey, fantastic. If they don't, that's okay too. But I am giving myself permission to take this next step. And I think this is a crucial part of overcoming perfectionism and a crucial part of learning to take imperfect action on a regular basis is giving yourself permission to do it do it afraid, do it imperfectly, do it as you ugly cry, like just do the thing and give yourself permission to just do it over and over again. And what happens when you do that is you learn to make imperfect action a habit. And when you learn to make imperfect action a habit, there's nothing you can't do because if you are identifying as someone who takes imperfect action, you know that by giving yourself permission to take action, you're also giving yourself permission to do it completely incorrectly and learn as you go. And you're giving yourself permission to be super raw and authentic and human and real in the situation and recognize that like for sure it's not going to go off without a hitch. And for sure there will be things that blow up and fall apart and that that's all part of the process and that that's okay. And the power behind that is so much greater than the power of waiting for other people to give you opportunities, waiting for the perfect circumstances, waiting for the right opportunities to present themselves. Instead, you just go and you go after the thing and you decide it's on you to make the decision to take the next step rather than waiting for an invitation, rather than waiting for ideal circumstances, rather than waiting on all these external factors. So that's really, really huge. So reviewing all of this, the four gifts of imperfect action, I want you to write these down if this is resonating with you. The first one is that you train yourself to engage in production over procrastination. The second is that you give yourself the opportunity to pivot, grow, and learn. The third is that you create clarity around your purpose. And the fourth is that you learn to give yourself permission to take action on a regular basis. So these are big, these are profound, these are significant, and I want you to write them down. If you're someone who's struggling to overcome perfectionism or you're someone who struggles to take action, if you struggle with decision fatigue or analysis paralysis where you're like, I just don't know what the next right step is, which is really common, by the way, really, really normal, I want you to put these on a post-it note and put them on your bathroom mirror so that you can see them on a regular basis and give yourself the opportunity to engage in production over procrastination, to take opportunities and pivot and grow as you go, to build clarity around your purpose as you are in the middle of the imperfect action. And again, to give yourself permission to take action on a regular basis, on a daily basis. So there you have it. I am now hopping over to Facebook Live where I am every Wednesday at noon in our private Facebook community. So I hope that you are joining me there because that's basically like an extra episode every week, by the way. So if you're not in our free Facebook community, make sure you get over there. That's at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook because I basically give you like a whole third episode of the week where we have a whole nother conversation over there. And it's always really fun. And I love engaging with you and being able to have some conversation with you in the comments there as we are recording live. So I'm popping over there now. I am officially three minutes late. 
but I think we created something good here today together. Something imperfect, right? So, so I think it was worth it. And I hope that this audio recorded, we'll just see. We will just see. All right. I will see you over on Facebook on Facebook Live. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.